Hello, hello. I am celebrity marketing expert, Lori Levine. Hey now, I'm digital content creator, Lisa Levitt. We are diehard Howard Stern Show listeners looking to connect with other female superfans. And this is the Pop Pop Podcast. Summer, summer, summertime, summertime. <laughs> it's all about summer school, my friend. Yeah. We're getting ready to talk to a female superfan. And this one's smarty for the party. So I know we prepared. We're ready for this. She's a PhD, people. So let's get through this uh, because there's a lot that's been going on. Amazingly, the show is on summer break and we still have so much content to talk about. I feel like we're listening to like, and again, it's, it's a, it's a subset, a subset of the Howard Stern show. So Mm -hmm. like summer school, we'll say, I feel like Rasan has definitely like evolved based on the first couple of weeks. He's been flying solo. Hell yeah. Um, really, really kind of just like, I think hit, hit his groove now and, and is really, really a return of John Lieberman the other day. Agreed. I'm and enjoying and summer school. I, I am too. And I'll say, I'll say this to you. There's Rasan with Gary. There's Rasan with Gary and John Hine. There's Rasan with John Lieberman. Um, and then there's Rasan solo. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. And I said this to Rasan over, over instant, uh, over uh, instant messenger, over uh, DM through Instagram. He's a vibe. Yep. And I will tell you that when he um, was the concert memories show on summer school, it's Rasan at his best. Yep. And I'll tell you why. Number one, he is, and Lisa, I know you're going to drop in a, a few little clips so people can play along, but he cares so much about the listeners. He's listening. He's reacting. He's, he's right there with them. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know that, that Rasan had that in him because, you know, sometimes like with Lieberman, he'll puff up his chest. And also he does this thing where <laughs> when did Hollywood become an insult? Exactly. Like literally he'd be like, you know, like if, you know, with John Lieberman, he's like, Oh, you come late for thing. Hollywood Lieberman, Hollywood, you know, Harmeyer. I'm like, why is everybody a Hollywood? He was he the guy's so Hollywood. Listen, Danny is a very nice dude. He's very chill. But as soon as he sat down, he's like, there's I don't have enough level with my headphones. Can we turn the level up? Like immediately. He didn't greet anyone in the studio. Now that we've torn you to shreds, Hollywood, Rasan. Um my whole thing is this, even though he uses Hollywood and maybe because he lives in Hollywood, he uses it. <laughs> exactly. It's an inside joke or something. So, well, yes. he's so New York. So he's yes. a New Yorker. He's a transplant living in Hollywood. So maybe being Hollywood is being like, yeah, yeah, like that guy. But I'll tell you, he's a vibe and he's a vibe that I am. I am tuning in for. I really enjoyed what I, I call, I don't know if they've officially named this, like the theme, the theme week. So we're just getting off of like a concert week and the, how the shows have kind of like, you know, Mm-hmm. gone together, float, float yeah. together. Um, they had Danny on as well. Danny Savalas. Exactly. And Arud, I really liked when we talked about this in text as well, like the amount of drops that he was referencing. He was just like organically including it within the conversation, like tiki tiki. Like, it it was is. like, oh my God, I can't even think of these off the top tiki, of my head. Tiki tiki main. When he said yeah. tiki tiki main, I thought I was going to die. So, okay. <laughs> Play a couple of Savalas drops right now because it is Insanity. I am a turtle and I am pregnant. Hello, hello. Tiki time main to you, Rasan. Okay, Danny Savalas, we're coming for you. So obviously we're going to invite you on to the papa. Um, but I still can't get enough of our boy, John Lieberman, who now... <laughs> 
<laughs> Lieberman is like, this is what I love about Lieberman. He's like, okay, Rasan's going to give me shit. Yes. And then that's going to be fine. But then this week he came on and he was like, yeah, this is great. You're having me back on as long as Gary's not here. So-and-so's <laughs> not here. Fine. Danny Savalas isn't available. Oh, now here now I am. You're just you John know, little me, chop liver, John Lieberman. <laughs> he's, probably, he's driving over in his Whopper mobile. Oh my God. The Whopper license plate. Can you First imagine him riding with his Who? mom? And <laughs> the license plate says the Whopper. How about that? He was so proud that his stepdad owned uh, the Burger uh, the Burger King franchise in their town, that he made his car the Whopper car. He's driving <laughs> around the Whopper mobile and all the cool kids are like, okay, 11 o'clock is when um, Burger King closes and they go all to hang out because that's where they could hang out and like, you know, do their thing after hours. That would be like, so when I was growing up back in the day, my dad worked like, oh, he was a former Kmart lifer. That would be like me, me riding 100%. around, in, riding around in a vehicle and calling my car the red light special. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then, and then you guys hanging out at the loading dock. Yes, in Kmart. But yeah. apparently, it was like hip and happening in John Lieberman's town. Yeah, which is crazy. crazy. All right, so this is all fodder. None of this means anything because you know what's coming. The unbelievably in-depth interview. With Kurt Bush. Yes. Rasan got to the matter and there was a huge revelation. So I want you to play the clip of, of Kurt Bush talking about Ronnie because he taught, he pays him such deference. Let, let, let's have you do that. Okay. Let's, sure. Let's hear the clip. Yeah. Here's the clip. And then I said, Hey man, when I'm in the city, I'll hit you up and uh, we'll go to dinner one night. And then we went out and then we went out and then we went out and so <laughs> and just kept getting busier and busier and more and more fun. And, uh, man, we've had just a great relationship of, uh, talking NASCAR, talking business. So Ronnie's the real deal. He's legit. Ronnie's the limo driver, man. He could back it up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's good out there. He to like when you guys get together. Yeah. He, he can run with, with the boys still. Stephanie's such an angel. She's a sweetheart, and they're really a cute couple when they're together. Do you see what I mean? Like he's 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 humanizing Ronnie in a way. I mean, he does mention. I know Rasan had asked him about his house, and and he was like, "Yeah, no, he did well with his house. It's humble." I was like, "Kurt, God knows how big your house is. <laughs> My God, I mean, Michael Jordan owns your team. You're dry, you know, you're riding around in NASCAR." Um, didn't he, didn't Kurt Busch also like hire like Aerosmith or something to play his wedding or cheap trick or something like that? Like Kurt, we get it. Like yeah. get a bigger house than Ronnie. Ha- hashtag but, humble brag. Right. But I <laughs> yeah. will say he loves his friend Ronnie. And because, you know, obviously last time he called into the show, he was like, I don't know what he's talking about. That guy, we're not yeah. even friends. We don't even know he, each other. He totally set him up for sure. Yeah. Last time. Yeah. Yeah. And then the revelation, the bomb drop. Rasan goes, don't, don't give away anything, but do you think they're going to get married? And Kurt Busch says this. <laughs> uh, they were talking to some other of my group and they're like, hey, we're, we're looking at this Mexico trip. Uh, we might be planning it right here. Think you can make it? So I think it's out there. Did he even realize that he was telling everyone that they are planning to yes. get married? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I do remember because of the pandemic, I don't have the exact date and you'll have to keep me honest, that there was plans for them to do something. And it was something like um, the 20th day of the earth. Like it was like a, a, a something in was October. Was it supposed to be like 10, 2020? Yes, exactly. And because of the pandemic, they weren't able to do or it. Or 10, 10, 2020. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'll I think find you're right. It. Yeah. So I remember that in the past and they kind of were, were toying around with that idea. And then it's kind of like a died on the vine, obviously pandemic. So when I heard this as well, I was like, 
Kurt, spoiler alert, like, <laughs> like throwing, did you just like kind of like cat on the back or is it strategic? Maybe he's throwing one out of left field to put us like, chasing down. No way. <laughs> There's no way that Kurt Bush is trying to like throw us off our game and the people who are listening to summer school. Absolutely oh, not. Man. So let's like, let's say it here. And this is happening. A revelation. <laughs> Ronnie Mund and Stephanie, as of this moment, are planning a Mexico trip. Destination and the wedding. idea is if enough people can go, it's going to be a destination wedding. Okay, got it. He gave it up. We heard it. This is exactly what the papa is for. That being said, who the hell else is going to this wedding? Because Ooh. he wasn't invited to JD's wedding. Oh, that's a good question. Who goes? And it's the whole destination wedding thing too. Just like Momet was in the same situation. Like, how can you expect people to leave during? Will it be during the week? Will it be a show week? So many questions. Howard's not going. <laughs> yeah. And remember, Ronnie, while he's available, is not, you know, he's and like, I think he's now kind of like, you know, an ancillary character on the show. He's not necessarily. And he has got know. a whole other circle of like a whole other friend circle, too. Well, right? that friend circle is the Kurt Bush friend circle. So all yeah. his Vegas buddies are the ones that they're planning on going on this Mexico trip. But I'm just curious, does Mamet, do Mamet and Mary go? Does Gary and Mary go to John Hine and his wife go? Does, you know, who does, does Rasan and his wife get invited? Like who gets invited? Who, you know, because you know that Robin's not going, although Robin is traveling. I don't traveling think more. Going. Howard's had pretty Howard bad is, Mexican aunt experiences. Howard <laughs> is not leaving yeah. this country. Yeah. You and I both know that there are three places that Howard goes, Manhattan, Florida, Florida Hamptons, but he's not going to, there's no, he didn't even let Ronnie come over to sit in his backyard to say goodbye <laughs> to him after working for him for 35 years. So there's no way Howard and Howard hates weddings. He doesn't want to go to anybody's wedding. Um, so I would say I would have put Mehmet in the traveling, going off, doing Mexico. Agreed. I think him, Matt, Mary, I think they're they're down. They're 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 down to travel. They're you know they're who's not getting invited. Friends. Mike. Mike Perlman. Mike Perlman. Mike. I don't think Mike. No, like the necessarily night in the again. I don't know these people, but in the tight friend circle. Um, I would throw. I would throw the JD hat in the ring. I would say oh, 100% what? he's going to invite JD to come. Yeah, he's going to invite JD to come. Does he invite Blit? No <laughs> way. No way. But by oh. the way, there is no way in hell. If I was getting remarried or remarried, if I was renewing my vows, yes. I'd invite them all. I'd be like, come on. I mean, <laughs> it's just fun. And it's not, but I don't know. I think, like I said, it, it might have like a small, I don't think again, and maybe like, I'm going to throw this out here. Cause you have this experience, but I think it's, in, I don't want to get too deep into the whole wedding thing. Cause I covered this mm -hmm. quite extensively on summer school, but having a second wedding, I would think you keep me honest is well, it can I be a different a wedding. Yeah. It can be a different experience depending. Mm -hmm. And I think it's different for men, maybe males traditionally mm -hmm. versus females. So he's, I think he's more in the second, like, Hey, not, let's not make it to do big to do about it versus oh, Stephanie. Well, it's always difficult. Like being the woman, even though you say, Oh, it's her first wedding. It, no. Regardless, it's your first wedding. You've never had that experience. I right? don't even think she cares about what people think. If it's like a big wedding or a small wedding, it's he literally made it clear. He was like, yeah. look, I don't care how we do it or if we do it. If you want a wedding, plan a wedding and I'll do whatever it is have you it. want, yeah. which is the best way to have uh, a groom be part of it. Because honestly, like I get mean, her done. <laughs> exactly. So Jan and I yeah. each were previously married yeah. and then we met each other. And on our first date, we were like, I'm like, I'm never getting married again. He's like, oh no, me neither. I'm like way too much. <laughs> our second date, he's like, I could get married again. I'm like, ugh, me too. Third date, we're done. Yeah. 
deleted Tinder off our phones, which is how we met. And then that was it. Within three months, we were engaged. So it's like, and then at that point, you know, also when you get married, at least for women, you know, quote unquote, later in life, it was a second wedding for me. I was like, I didn't want to wait. I wanted to get married right away. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to still like, I didn't want to be like so old that I felt like stupid. Yeah. You know, walking yeah. down the aisle in a white dress or whatever. But I planned the wedding this time that was so much smaller than my first wedding. And it was so fun. And it yeah. was just like the best people. And we did it over, over New Year's weekend. And it was just like, you know, we made it what we wanted. We actually, the panels that you see behind me were at our wedding and now they're hanging in our dining room. Well, I had like <laughs> somewhat, not to put a label on it, but somewhat of the Ronnie experience. So not second wedding per se, but with my spouse, I had the whole, we were engaged for, oh, I would say like 15 years and we were wedding, common law married. Um, and when we decided, oh, so you had an experience like Howard did, which is like, you didn't even care. He didn't care about getting married and and neither did Beth until Beth did. Yeah. So I will say there was a second proposal. Um, so he, when he did the second proposal after 15 years, uh, it was a Christmas gift and he basically gave us, like I was, we were already engaged, but, uh, we had waited 15 years proposed. And when I opened the, uh, the gift, it was two wedding bands and he was like, okay, do you want to get this done? Condition. <laughs> Not a big to do. So we're going to, you know, if we want to go to city hall, we want to do whatever. So what I, what we did, and I was totally down for that besides our oh, witnesses were put, family. Will you please put up a couple of your wedding photos? That are so I will. I will block his face but <laughs> for okay. sure. Um, so what we did is we had the wedding experience. I'll say the faux wedding experience where we eloped. We did it like um, outdoors. It was very beautiful. We did our pictures in a museum. So we had the experience. If you were to look at the pictures and you would think it was a big to do, mm-hmm. but it was really just the two of us and our two family members as guests. And you know what? In hindsight, I'm so happy we did it that way. Although to Rasan's point, when he had the, the wedding on the summer school to each is their own, it has to be a conversation that you have up front. They can be difficult conversations. There's a little bit of a give and take. Um, but I find, yeah, you, you kind of have those conversations, like you said early on. And <laughs> when you're dating, you're like, okay, are we going to do this? Well, you um, have to remember also, yeah. you know, people who are getting married for the first time, sometimes are younger. Yeah. You know, we already, we didn't really, you know, it's not like we needed pots and pans and we were like, no, I didn't need anything. And I didn't want people yeah. to feel like they were indebted to like buy me anything or give me money. Like we already had our oh, house. You're kind. Had I wanted gifts. <laughs> I was like, I've been, I married the wrong guy the first yeah. time. I, and, and there was no Man. one. I don't, I only think that there was one person who had been to my first wedding who was at my second wedding or, uh, well, except for a couple of family members. We should really invite Stephanie on the papa. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. So I would love to see a family, like the family portrait of like, um, Stephanie's parents next to Ronnie <laughs> and then his kids, because his kids, oh, I think are close in age to Stephanie. And I think that he's, I think he's he might a couple be years a older than years Stephanie's older. Mom. You know, if we're going to talk all about summer school, I feel like we maybe it makes sense that our guest today happens to be a professor and a PhD. So why don't we bring her in and see what's going on with that, shall we? For sure. Okay, yeah. great. Stay tuned for part two of this episode. It will be coming out in a couple of days, as well as it'll contain our sit down with fellow female superfan, Dr. Bonnie Minkus Holmes. To find us, visit www.thepawpawpodcast.com for links to our videos of our episodes and social media, and to contact us if you're interested in being a guest on the show. Disclaimer, The Pawpaw Podcast is in no way affiliated with The Howard Stern Show. We are a podcast run by fans for fans.